Welcome to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast, the podcast to gain actionable tips, learn how to build your wealth, and gain inspiration from real and relatable guests on how they've built theirs. I'm your host, Jolene Stone, a money coach. I started my journey out waitressing and $200,000 in debt. I was able to build my wealth and become debt-free in just three years. Your journey to wealth starts now. This is Marissa. She helps manage social media platforms like Pinterest and Instagram for brands or businesses that are looking to gain more brand awareness. Welcome, Marissa. I would love for you to let our listeners know your story and then how you got started in the online space. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. So a little, I guess a little bit about my story. Um, I always loved being in the social media space. I think ever since I was little, I just loved anything like a visual aspect. So I loved flipping through like magazines and seeing the latest trends and seeing how they would display them. So social media is much like that for me. I love being able to help brands and businesses create their vision. When I was 16, I fell in love with the blogging industry. So I learned how to HTML code a website and kind of tapped into that side of things. Unfortunately, it's a skill lost, but that was kind of the beginning of me really enjoying the digital space. So after that, I went to school for fashion marketing. And then after graduation from that, I took digital marketing. Those are kind of my two passions. I ended up landing a job in the fashion fashion world. So I would go on interviews all the time for social media jobs and kind of different PR stuff. I was living in a bigger city at the time and I definitely felt like a, you know, a, or a, you know, it's a small fish world out there. So I kind of was just hoping that I could land a job and, you know, it took a while, but I kind of took matters into my own hands at my fashion job. And I asked if I could help run our social medias. So I kind of worked with different brands there, like BB Dakota, Sage the Label, Cupcakes and Cashmere, to name a few. So we had a really great follower base and it was exciting to try out different trends and see what worked with their audiences. And then after that, you know, going on interviews and not kind of landing, I thought, okay, I have to try something else. So I would go to networking events. And I met some pretty powerful women in the industry. So I would always send out pitch emails to them and just hope that somebody would answer me or, you know, kind of see if there was any way to wiggle myself in there. And one woman actually took a chance on me and I helped her run her Pinterest page, her blog and some social campaigns for her jewelry business. So I learned a lot through her. She was so helpful. I also was taking digital marketing. So it kind of evened out with that too. I could really... I learned all the trends that were happening, um, knew exactly what was going on in the industry to really relay it over. And then I found out that, you know, back in my hometown, there was kind of some momentum going with more social media agencies growing there, PR agencies. So I ended up moving back and trying to kind of get my foot in the door there. And then I found myself kind of in the same position. So it wasn't really until the pandemic hit that my freelance business took off. It's a very random, but when the pandemic hit, they were doing all those like happy hour Zoom chats and, you know, because people wanted to get together on, online more. So I actually ended up joining one from a podcast I was listening to. 
And one of the hosts took a liking to me and we started chatting and she actually became my first client. I ran the podcast page for them on Pinterest and then she gave me a referral and I kind of got steam and got going with those two clients and started pitching to hundreds of businesses, but mainly it was word of mouth referrals. And that's kind of how I got started in the online space. That's incredible. I love that you just like kept going and going and going. Yeah, I know. I mean, I kind of sometimes felt like imposter syndrome. I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't my path. But when I feel like if you have a passion, you know, you just kind of have to keep pushing through until you're like, you really feel that it's not your thing or, you know, it'll happen eventually for you. Yeah, of course. Interrupting this conversation with something absolutely amazing to help you with your debt. Debt Decluttered, the course was made for you if you're ready to get rid of your debt for good. Upon completion of this course, you'll graduate with clarity surrounding your debt, a healthy mindset, and a full-on strategic plan to help you pay off your debt. This course uses my money minimalism framework to help you really spark joy within your finances and to not stress you out. That's the last thing that we want when it comes to paying off your debt. The doors are now open, so if you are ready to tidy up and toss out your debt, gain a healthy money mindset, and have a strategic plan for paying off your debt ASAP, then you gotta snag the debt decluttered course. Oh, and the best part is you can access it now at an affordable price point and get in on some of the absolutely game-changing bonuses. Click the link in the show notes to access it. Now, back to the episode. So what do you feel is more important on social media, an engaged audience or an incredibly large audience? Um, Definitely an engaged audience. I know a lot of people are still caught up with a large number of followers, but that can definitely be more of a vanity metric, meaning it looks nice. But at the end of the day, if you have 1 million followers and they don't care about your product or your service, you're really your revenue is not going to go up and neither are your goals. So I would definitely say to just focus on that engaged audience and give them value. Yes. So important. I love that you talk about social media branding and it's all about building relationships like you did with this Zoom meetup and everything. So all about building a relationship. So you also talk about using values, vision, voice, and visuals. And I would love for you to expand more on the more tactical aspects of this concept. Yeah. So I wanted to create kind of more of a package deal um, that wasn't just the management part. So I offer Instagram branding, which is kind of what you're talking about with, I help them with their visuals, their copy, their voice, their overall vision for their social media. So this way I can still help them make everything cohesive with visuals and help them with their brand identity through copy, because I just think it's so important for everything to still be cohesive. Your grid doesn't necessarily have to be aesthetically pleasing as much anymore, but if you can help people kind of tie it all together with a pretty bow, then I think that you're, it's a recipe for success. Yeah. So do you have any top social media tips for 2022? Yes. So I mean, with IG, there, it's no surprise that videos at the forefront of it all. So really tapping into reels, trying to 
tap into any kind of like trending audio with reels, that kind of stuff. And then, like I had mentioned, value over aesthetic. So I feel like you can definitely still have an aesthetically pleasing grid, but if you don't have, you know, value in your caption or graphics, then people are kind of going to tap out of your profile. So if you really, you know, tap into what you are trying to offer and sell to people and hone in on that, then I think it's really great. Also, Instagram Live is really huge, another video format, but it's really great for people to try and utilize that. It helps you grow a better connection because it's live rather than everything being scripted for people. So IG has put out stats that they find people who just tap through stories if it's just images. So if you're putting out video content and doing IG lives, your audience is more engaged with you. So that's a fun little tip. And then Pinterest trends, um, they just put out Pinterest predicts 2022 report. And so that's really helpful for anybody to just take a deep dive into that. I mean, I could talk for hours about what that was, but I'll just kind of put it out there for people to check it out. Idea pins on Pinterest, which is their take on stories are really great to tap into. And then always checking in on keywords because Pinterest is much like a Google search, which people get confused. It's They think it's just kind of like Instagram you're scrolling through. But if you have, yeah, if you tap into keywords, you can really find people perfectly for your audience. Amazing. So head on over to Instagram to do some more video content and then figuring out the idea pins on Pinterest will be helpful as well. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> yeah. What platform do you believe has the most value for your time spent? Um, it's kind of a tricky question. I feel like it depends uh, what your brand is or your business, but mm-hmm. IG and Pinterest are great to find loyal customers. And then you can carry that over into newsletters for them. I know people say TikTok is like a really great app, which it is, but you really have to know if your audience is on there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok's a lot of laugh, like laughable content and relatability content. People don't really go on there to be sold to. So I would just keep that in mind. But um, I mean, what I say right now could be changed in two months. So um, definitely just have to keep up with the trends and see what, what kind of fits with your audience. Yeah, that makes total sense. So how do you spark creativity as a creative entrepreneur? What's, what's your go-to tactic? (laughs) I also love going on Pinterest myself um, and just kind of seeing trends and just getting inspired. I love flipping through magazines and also following like-minded people on Instagram. I really curate my feed for it to be positive and inspiring. That's awesome. I love Pinterest as well. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so great to get lost in, in it. Yeah. So you, I know that you have a Pinterest management service. Can you explain how this fits into growing your social media? Yeah. So like I mentioned, um, Pinterest is acts more like a search audit. So people can go on there and search top jewelry brands. And if you're putting the correct keywords, then your pin will pop up. So, and it has um, livability on the platform. It can last up to like six months of that being searched. So it's just great to 
if you're selling a product to be on there, they're really shoppable, like with Shopify and everything like that, it's really integratable. So it's just a really great platform and more people are spending time on that app as well. So if you tap into it now, you still have, it's not like overly saturated, I would say. So it's just an amazing platform to get on if you have a product or service. Yeah. Pinterest is amazing. So (laughs) we all have to get on there. So I would love to know if you have any tips for our listeners regarding your finances, maybe something that you wished you learned sooner. Yeah, my top tip for finances for anybody who's going to do freelancing would be never count on money that you haven't received yet. So always make sure that the contract is signed and sealed and ready to go and don't be purchasing things that you don't you don't have money for yet. So that's kind of my top tip. Those are great tips, especially for anyone who is freelancing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the inconsistent income. That's incredible. Because it can be exciting talking to all the people, but you definitely have to make sure, you know, all everything's lined up before you make any big decisions with, with money at least. Yeah. So I know a little bit about your services from MLH Communications. So could you tell the listeners a little bit more about those and then how they can access them as well? Yeah, of course. So MLH Communications, it can help any size business or brand with Instagram management, branding, strategy, Pinterest management, and newsletters. You can bring your vision to life digitally, all while having an aesthetically pleasing grid that provides value to your consumers. You can find me on Instagram at MLHcoms. And yeah, you can just feel free to reach out through DM if you had any questions. That's amazing. I will leave all the links in the show notes so all the listeners can access that. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was so nice chatting with you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was Thank you so much for tuning in to the Waitressing to Wealth podcast. To support the show and show your gratitude, we would be so happy if you shared it with your friends and tagged us on Instagram at Jolene Stone. Subscribe so you never miss a valuable episode. Thank you.